for everybody i just want to say keep on going uh no matter what comes your way the blips trust me there is something out there no matter what it is it doesn't matter what you're doing doesn't matter what your job role is doesn't matter what religion or race you are there is always something out there for you you're listening to the building happiness podcast with garup masing Hello and welcome to the Building Happiness Podcast. Now today I'm joined with Balraj. So Balraj, just stop. Would you be able to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, my name is Balraj. Um, I'm at Aston University in my placement year. Um, I'm the Vice President of the Students' Union. And, you know, it's been a great journey as well. And, you know, I've had some experiences where I've joined, you know, clubs and societies at Aston as well. Uh, for example, in Actus, where, you know, it's led me to networking with people like Gurupma as well. And, you know, getting to know people from different, you know, universities and, you know, different initiatives that they're doing. And it's always great to network and, you know, leave yourself open to a lot of opportunities. Hey, for sure, for sure. And what are you studying, sorry? I'm studying business and management. Business management, nice one. So, yeah, like um, Bernard said, I met you at Enactus Training Weekend, which is fun. And it, it was good, mate, honestly. <laughs> Even just the way that I met you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a funny. I mean, I, I remember just seeing you, and I was like, looking at I was like, sing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, of course, I was just shouting, sing, <laughs> in a positive way, not in a disrespectful way. I mean, you know, when you see a sing, salute a sing, and uh, you know, that was that was the way to go for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's good. And you come from a Sikh background as well, right? Yeah, I'm from a Sikh background as well. Yeah, yeah. So would you tell me a little bit, kind of, about that growing up in it and try and think about kind of happiness as well and how it's influenced that for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, my grandparents are fully practicing as well. So, I mean, if, if it wasn't for them, <clears throat> I wouldn't have even, you know, took an eye, you know, batted an eyelid uh, to actually reading upon the religion as well. And, you know, I mean, I mean, whatever religion anybody is, I mean, it's always there to respect. And, you know, we, you know, in the end, we all believe, you know, in the same common ground, but with different ways of doing things. And uh, if it wasn't for my grandparents and them teaching me about Sikhism growing up, then you know, I would not have known as much as I know now. Um, and I think it's been important as well to base your life on something. And, and it's not whether or not you are not fully practicing or you, you are. It's about how much you feel comfortable with investing yourself into things as well. For sure. No, that's something that I remember when we first talked about. I really respected about you. Just like, I, like, it is what it is. I just, everyone's got their own path. Everyone's got their own time. And it's just about finding that. One thing that I remember that when I met you is that you were talking about how you're not going to like force yourself and push yourself to do like anything that you don't want to do. And you're ha- happy to do things in your own time at your own pace. And I think a lot of things that people struggle with nowadays is that they feel a huge amount of pressure to deal with, like to get stuff done very quickly. And it can be very detrimental. But how do you go about processing that? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think uh, it's, it's always been tough for me as well, because, you know, you'll always feel the pressure from maybe your family background or no, not saying that it's intentional as well from family at times. Sometimes it can just be the expectation. It can be, you know, c- cultural expectations. It can be even an expectation from yourself as well to keep on improving every day. But sometimes what I found is, you know, it's always uh, when you really 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 want something at times it's about being a bit more patient with it as well because then you stress yourself out which i've done many many times stress and me don't work well together as as everybody but i mean i think it's about sometimes letting it just happen as well it will happen within time and a lot of people do say that i used to think oh yeah whatever that doesn't work you know oh it happened within time but sometimes it is literally just time for it to happen it's like anything it's like sometimes you might want food and you're like oh, i want food i want food i want food i want food 
but you're going to have food anyways, regardless, if you know what I mean. So it's yeah. just waiting until that time where it just blossoms correctly and then it actually will just actually fruition. For sure. But I think one thing that people struggle with is they, they don't have faith that it will. They, they doubt kind of, oh, like, oh, what if it doesn't? What if I need to do it now? What if I like, do you know what I mean? I think what, what it is with that is because is they always see their elders or their peers seeing that they're doing so much better. I've even had it at times as well when I was younger. I'd think, oh, what? That guy's already making money at like 16. Why am I not doing that? Or, or this person's doing that. What? He's got this business. Or, or, you know, they're maybe, you know, making more money than me or they're making uh, more progress in education than me. But what, 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 that is their measure of success. That's how much they want to work. And you've got to find the right way to work for yourself. And everybody, like, I, I wish I could get 100% all the time. But at times, you've got to just be realistic because I think having realistic expectations. And- uh, you know, like a, kind of like a smart goal as well, like in, in, in the sense of having, you know, like a vision board. There's something that I do, a vision board, and yeah, I may not go to it as much as I should do, but having a vision board, like let's say, you know, for this year, I want to be more at peace. Maybe it could be something like that. It could be on a personal level. It can be an employability level, and it can be, you know, in, in a fitness level as well. So maybe, I don't know, within the next two months, I want to be a lot healthier and fitter. Um, <clears throat> throughout the year, I want to save this amount of money or you know, even personal life, I want to get to know maybe more of my ancestry or, you know, where I'm from, my roots. So, I mean, it can, it can be a variety of things, but it's about, we, we, life is short yet, but life is quite long as well, in the same sense as us. So it's a bit of a balance of the both and it's about how much you want to maximize your life on a day-to-day basis. And there's even some things that I, that, yeah, I should get up earlier. I should be doing these things, but that will happen within time because we're still young individuals as well. Not to, you know, outcast any of the, you know, elder individuals, but they find it maybe a bit more easier and having adjusted to adult life more, if you would, if you would, if that's... Oh, I get that, I get that. I think it's one of those things where it's like, if you try stuff, it's just about experience. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, just keep trying it and then eventually you'll get there, so... Yeah, just keep on trying, just keep on trying and keep on going. Like, no matter what it is, um, you know, it's within reason, but but let's say even if it's starting a business, starting a podcast, I mean, even me at times, I'll have to feel like, oh, what about... What about if people don't watch it? What about if people watch it? But then once you actually just start doing, as as you said as well, um, earlier as well, when we was having a little chat, you were saying, you don't think about it, you just do it. And then it happens. It, it, it will just blossom. So it's better on, I think it's way better to be like that because then otherwise you're always pondering. And then in the future, maybe when we get a lot older, we think, why did I not do that? And I've, I've, I've even got some things now where I think, why did I not do that? Maybe why didn't I choose that? But then there's things that we can't even do to go back. And, you know, I guess that's in fate as well, isn't it? <laughs> I guess regret is a huge kind of motivator for me as well like and it comes from experience that there's been things where like when I was younger I was like oh, I regret doing this or why didn't I try and do this more and like now I'm just like all right well I don't want to have that same feeling in like 10 years time when I look back at 20 year old me and be like oh why didn't you try this why didn't you do this do you know what I mean yeah absolutely absolutely I was gonna say as well that like one thing that I think would be really interesting to hear your point of view on is social media because like you said <laughs> with people getting rushed and feeling like oh, i need to do this i need to do that it often comes from kind of comparison so what's your kind of relationship with social media i was very active on it before um i think yeah brilliant you know you, you it looks like when you maybe might have one thousand two thousand followers you think well, all right maybe people respect me or maybe something like that you know <clears throat> maybe it's at a certain level with people that think oh yeah like oh he'd be all right to talk to you know and, and no, nothing with any fake intention or bad intention, you think, oh yeah, maybe I might have a chat with, maybe I might see that person in the future. I don't mind having them on my feed. But then 
not that anybody is bad. I'm not saying that anybody is bad, but you realize as you go forward that there is good, bad, good and bad eggs everywhere. I mean, regardless of what country you're in, your country you're in or city, there's always good and bad eggs. And I think for me, what it was is maybe I wasn't, you know, projecting towards the right audience, maybe um, in terms of actually progressing my life and actually, you know, improving on my academics, improving on my employability and, you know, just improving my whole personal life as a whole as well. Uh, I think for me, I just deleted it. Uh, I don't have Snapchat anymore. Um, Instagram, I have for work purposes. And I mean, I think it just causes problems that don't need to be there. I mean, I even had an issue as well you know, caused a problem that blew out of proportion because obviously with some people, and I mean, I mean, I think in certain communities as well, people can come together as well, but never actually support their own community. I mean, uh, and, and I think uh, for me, it's upsetting, but I mean, I guess these things happen and we just got to move. For sure. Like, honestly, it, it, it's crazy how much negativity is actually out there. Like when people try something new, when they do something for the first time, like you said, even starting a podcast, like when you first do that, your automatic thoughts is like, oh, I don't want to do it because you're scared of what other people are going to think. Yeah. But the reason why you're scared is because that environment has already been set. Like the way that people act and the way that people treat new things and the way that people talk about, oh, you're trying something new. Oh, why are you doing this? This isn't going to work. That's not for you. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think what, what it is as well, what I've noticed about people as well, I mean, people that I've come across is as well, because you're doing something, they don't like you seeing doing it, but they'll hide it. Uh, it's because they can't do it themselves. As, as, you know, I mean, no disrespect to them. It's, they'll see, let's say you doing a podcast or me doing something, be like, oh, what, you're doing it. And then they want to know you. Then they want to know you basically to basically take over what you're trying to do, take over all the good parts about, good parts about it, take all, the, take all the 110% out of that and then pull back and leave you with like, what, 20%. When really it was not worth your time to invest in letting them actually have that opportunity because what do they bring to the table? So it's just about more knowing what they can bring to the table. Mm, no, nah, that's good. Definitely. And <laughs> before the podcast, we were having a little conversation before. You talking about um, roughly the percentage of people that you want to associate with. Like, would you be able to tell us like a little bit more about that as well? Well, yeah. I mean, to me, I mean, I know it's such a general, um, you know, a comment, but it, for me, it's like ninety percent of people I, I think are not genuine um, in this world. Um, you know, as, you know, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody, but for me, from my own personal experience today, and I'm still young, I'm still only 20 years old, but for me, 90% of people don't have any true intentions, not a genuine. But that 10%, or if you want to put it as 99%, 99.9% and that 0.1% are the ones that there's, there's that, that handful circle, let's say, where you can look and think whether or not it's, if it's on a personal side, an employability side, and let's say sports side, there's always them people as well. It's just about networking. Networking is way too important. Um, I think you, regardless, even if you maybe don't work with somebody or you, <clears throat> like there's never an issue. Let's say, you know, there's always people that you're always going to have to be civil with regardless of what it is, which isn't a problem. And you stay static in, in that environment, let's say. But what's important to me is, is that, how do I explain this? Uh, it's important to know who's around you and who is actually going to support the goals that you have. And that could be anything. It could be maybe a goal to run a 10K marathon or it could even be a goal to, I don't know, stop eating meat or, or, or whatever, stop drinking alcohol. And it's about that environment if you're going to surround with 
four people that you meet, you're going to be the fifth one. If you surround with four people that are millionaires, you're going to become the fifth one. And that's just the way it goes. I mean, it's your environment. And what I think people don't realize is that, yeah, it's so simple to, you know, hear, but it's not so simple to act on it. Yeah, no, for sure. So, like you said, networking is such an important skill because if you want those four or five people to be around, you have to be able to talk to them. So, let's say you want to become more humble. Like, there's a lot of people around me that I look up to. I'm just like, yo, like, I, I want to be around you because it makes me feel like I should be more like you. Yeah. And, but how do you go about starting that off and building that relationship with someone? Because at the start, it can be often very difficult. Um, I think for me, I don't know. I mean, it's not something I've ever done intentionally. This is why a lot of people say to me, oh, how do you go up to that person and just talk? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it in... It blows my mind too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not even in an arrogant and cocky way. I think, I don't know if it's because my, my, my mom is like that. I mean, I mean but you know, I, I could just, for me, it's not even a risk. It's just going up to somebody and having a chat. They're a human being as I am. And it's, it's all right. I mean, otherwise you'll always stay in, stuck in the same bubble that you'll always be stuck in forever. And I think it's about going out there and exploring. You may, I don't know, maybe have a different way of, you know, seeing things as well. And if you don't, if I, let's say, if I didn't learn from yourself or other people, if I didn't see you in Nottingham that day and I didn't say hello or I didn't, you know, have a little joke and banter with you, then there's never going to be a relationship that comes to blossom because all it's ever going to be is that I see it quite a lot as well, even in society as well, let's say, even when you go to London or Birmingham at times or even Leicester, let's say, You'll always see people walking around the city centre, just walking around. It's, it's kind of like lost souls in a sense, you know, I mean, and I know I mean, I mean, no disrespect to people that, you know, are professionals, but at times it can be, you'll see people walking and fine, you don't have time for other people, no problem, but it's humanity, it's humanity and it's, uh, it's about helping each other and supporting each other. And I know, yeah, there's a different system in place as well in this era, this generation, but it's about more prospering for the future generations as well, making sure that our kids and our grandkids, grandkids and, you know, the future generations are feel more comfortable in the environment that they're in. No, for sure, for sure. But it's something that I think, I, I personally really admire from you, like the fact that you can just do that because it's not something that I can like do that easily. I can go up to someone and have a conversation with them, but initiating conversations with random people, for me, is something that I, I'm often too concerned about the judgment that's on in their head. And I'm just like, oh, they're just going to yeah. think that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, I, and I've been there. I mean, even now at times, we're like, oh, what about if they think I'm maybe talking too much? I'm maybe doing this, I'm maybe doing that. But then I guess you're b- building that barrier to not being yourself. And uh, I, th- I think even at times, I mean, I think even, you know, there's pros and cons with everything as well. Let's say me being, you know, <clears throat> being my genuine self I mean even at times people you know would take advantage of that as well I mean I've been there people take advantage because it's genuine and some people are not genuine and people you know would rather use whether it's a person or something to their advantage to get to that level of maybe getting somewhere and it's about just going somewhere and just always being genuine in everything you do and that ties in with Sikhism as well just not even Sikhism any religion as well regardless as well just about being honest not having any bad intentions as well and just trying to help others mm, for sure and how do you go about being genuine in, in a world where there's so much influence and there's so much negativity <laughs> very very good question uh, <laughs> very good question I mean it, it's hard because <clears throat> sorry let me clear this um, it's hard because 
there's too many bad eggs out there as, as there is good eggs as well but i mean i think it's very hard to find what resonates with you at times you know some people may find res you know you know re relatable individuals to themselves whether or not it can be through intoxicants maybe through i don't know food or it can be anything music whatever it is and it's just about maybe finding who's actually in that sector or, or let's say uh, in that community where you can actually go and feel comfortable and at times even if let's say you are a part of a race or maybe a religion you know you you sometimes expect to be fully comfortable in them in them communities but at times that can't even happen as well and uh i, I think it's to deal with it you've just got to think about the motivations that you have for yourself and realize that no matter what you do you have always had true intentions regardless you have any daily practices that kind of implement you becoming more genuine um i think i just wake up every day and i just remember my family um I remember that there is definitely a God out there. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't fully practice yet fully. I mean, but, you know, when it, when it comes to, let's say, my nan as well, she always said, you know, if that is to happen, it will blossom one day and it will happen. Don't force yourself and put pressure on yourself to do so. Um, you know, I write a daily reflection as well, whether or not it's based on work, personal life, or, you know, a, a sports point of view as well. And uh, every day as well before i go sleep i have to uh write reminders in my phone as well that's the way that i do it i mean it, it, sometimes it's good for people to use post-it notes but i have to write uh reminders for myself at a certain time that i've got to get this done by today like every single day there has to be something and there's even reminders where i have to keep it on a daily basis or an hourly basis to remind me that think about it don't think so much about the short term and there was even you know uh at me as as i uh, you know as i always network and uh you know, even one of my lecturers, David, a uh, brilliant guy, you know, he, he, he actually said to me, he goes, you can keep on thinking about the short term and thinking about money, thinking about all these things that stress people out quite a lot as well. And it did with me quite a lot before. But if you just start working on who you are now as well in this time, in this prime time, and, you know, building yourself, building your network, building your academics, then in the long term, you're going to be able to demand more anyways, regardless. And it's just about listening to the people that actually have a genuine interest in actually helping you and you'll realize that with over time it won't just happen from this sometimes you can't just click with somebody from the first time then you've got to actually really get to know these people oh for sure for sure uh, one thing that i wanted to ask as well is because you do a lot of different things where is it that you get your kind of more vision and drive from all this <laughs> very good question um i would say my mom uh, because I don't know how she does everything that she does. And I know it's such a generic one to choose, but my mom, I do not know how she does everything that she does. I mean, uh, I've just never seen any, like, I think I'm motivated at times. Like, like, even, like even at times I think I'm not motivated enough. But when it comes to my mom, I just don't know how she's done everything that she's done. Uh, and, and, you know, you know just, just the complete graft of it as well. It just makes me think that why am I complaining? You know, before when you're growing up, you know, it's a bit of a weird time being a teenager. You know, even being a child as I'm growing up and thinking, oh, why is this happening? Why is that happening? But when you look at it and then you, you, you look at you look at your elders and you think they've been able to do these things as well. And it's a different generation. Don't get me wrong. Some things will be different regardless. But you you look at your your own and you think, you know what? My mom did it. Why can't I do it? And you know, you, you look at people and think, well, it's not even that as well. I look at like a lot of different things. I mean, I'm a business student, so I like watching people like Gary Vee. You know, Joe Rogan. I mean, I, I like watching these kind of things. And, and uh, even if it's, I, I, as I tend not really to go on social media anymore, I mean, YouTube, you know, here and there, but I think it's about watching programs, not even a program, I don't even watch a program, but them short snappy videos that show you that 
there is motivation there to basically look at as well and whether or not it's, you want to start a podcast you want to you know improve the way that you talk to people your etiquette your dress sense or whatever it is there is different ways that you can do it and not have to think oh i've got to watch something for about 10 hours you can just basically watch a video and take on what you want to act on from there basically for sure for sure that's an interesting word on kind of motivation as well and one thing for me when it comes to motivation is that i try to internalize it as much as possible so like um for me when I want to become more motivated, instead of like listening to music or motivational video, what I've started doing is to instead talk to myself and give myself like affirmations to be like, oh yeah, this is what you do. This is like, you can do this and all those kind of things. And that I think is a much stronger way of building that kind of, um, that motivation within. So it's not like I'm waiting for something. I'm not waiting for someone to compliment me. I'm not waiting for something like, like some post or whatever for us to do more videos. It's literally just like, this is something that I want to do and it comes from within me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I think it's, it's, it's so important to have daily affirmations, as, well, as you said as well. I mean, I should have actually got onto that point. It's important to wake up. And at times I wake up feeling groggy or, you know, like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But you just get up and you think, I'm just going to charge through. No matter what happens today, I'm going to charge through and I'm going to make it the best day that I can. And even there is some days where you think, I really cannot be bothered or whatever it is, even with academics, you know, you can procrastinate for such a long of time, but it's about just waking up and just realizing there's something to it in the end and something is going to happen at the end of it. It may not be happening now, but something will happen and you'll thank yourself in the future. I will thank myself in the future. I'll say, you know what, when, when I have a house or, you know, I, I actually really develop things. I'll say, you know what, I did that. I want to leave my mark whether or not it's a mark to the universe, the world, or even if it's to a smaller community, then at least I've made left my mark. And people have said, you know what? He was an honest man. You know, he, he, he always did, you know, he was, he was a dedicated worker, hard worker. And it's about working hard, but working smart as well. But working smart will come with experience. Sure, sure. And I think people already do probably say that about you. I definitely would say that about you already. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you are making your mark. Like, and I think, the process of that is so interesting because it's not a final conversation that you're having. It's not something like, oh, this is how I'm going to make my mark in this time when this is right and that's right. Like you do that every day through the conversations that you have through currently who you are and the way that you act towards things. Like it really does show. And I think that that people tend to define successes when you've made it. So like when you have the house and when you've done that, but it's about the process more. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all this social media as I saw always, it's the social media about showing that, oh, you, you'll see the success, but you won't see the struggle that's happened with it as well. And, and, and that's what everybody said. And it's like, oh, you know, there'll be posts that say, no, they don't show the struggle, this and that. But what is important is to not feel like it's a struggle. People say it's a struggle, but that's the process. That's what's going to teach you. It's a journey. Uh, you know, even university students as well, that's a journey as well. A placement's a journey. A graduate job's a journey. You know, a sixth form was a journey. Everything's a journey. That's life. And, you know, you've just got to take out the different positives and negatives of it and the negatives turn them into positives by learning from them. Some things, some negatives you can't control in life. But, you know, there is some things that you can control. I mean, it's hard as well. I mean, I've been there where I don't want to do anything. I just think, my God, I need a break, but I can't stop having a break. And it's, at times I will even get told off in, in, let's say in employment, they'll be like, why are you on your phone working at like 10.30 in the night? But 
you, you know, it's just about just keeping on the ball, keeping on the ball. All right, yeah. So along the lines of positives and negatives, there's a lot of different ways that you can interpret it, different situations. And I remember when we were talking earlier, you mentioned that you're diagnosed with a health condition as well. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's been it's been a couple of months now when I've been fully diagnosed. I mean, it was mentioned to me before after having MRI scans and. You know, I mean, I, at start, I was a bit fearful and I thought, oh, are people just going to take the mick and just be like, oh, he's, you know, faking these things or, or yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was from a cultural perspective of things or, you, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I got diagnosed with a, a condition called multiple sclerosis. And for me, it was difficult because I didn't really know. I didn't really want to accept it. I mean, I was, I was that guy that would be doing, I was the typical uni student in my first year. I would be going out the drinking you know, going out for the drinking, the partying, etc. You know, it, it, that was how I was at that time. And then obviously after getting diagnosed with that, yeah, I think it, it, took, it put a lot of stress on me and it started to make me realise why I would maybe get some sensations in my body at times because multiple sclerosis is a condition where the best way that I can explain it is, is where everybody has a protective cage in their body. And, you know, that, that protects your nerves. Whereas with my my diagnosis what happens is that that protective cage something actually eats out of my nerves instead so whereas everybody else's nerves are protected um the myelin sheets in, in my body they're actually getting attacked um it's an autoimmune disease and i think it's been difficult at times because my body will go numb i mean it's like going to the godra and sitting down uh, crossing your legs and you know you've got pins and needles it's like having that for for uh, for a whole week or two you know, sometimes it can be longer. And I mean, it, it has been difficult. I mean, sometimes it's hard to uh, talk to people about it as well because some people don't want to be educated on it and they would rather have a laugh about it. And I mean, I can, I can understand it from the other viewpoint of people not understanding, but I think it's about making these things a bit more accepted in communities. Oh, for sure. And one of the kind of big things that you talked about before as well is the fact that this isn't a visual thing. You don't look at you and think, oh, you have a disability so how has that process been as well of trying to explain it to people and the judgment that you get from it um it was difficult because um at times uh, i found it hard to basically explain to people what i was actually going through because some people would think i was just having a laugh um i mean i think that's why you know i'm trying to do a lot of things of raising awareness as well um especially in my workplace amazing place to work at the aston students union um and you know i mean i'll be doing a lot of fundraisers as well i mean if anybody is interested i'll be doing a skydive for the MS Society and I mean I think it's important to me actually just to raise awareness and I mean I think you know you know as I said to you before it was hard at times even when I'm walking at times let's say you'll look at me and you think I'm walking normal but inside of my body inside my mind I'll feel like I'm walking at an imbalance and it's difficult at times to explain to people because you spend so much time explaining but they were still asking you the same question that they asked you at the start so that's not a problem, no problem. But I think it's just about having more educational uh, resources that are just more snappy and your face that you can actually just learn from instead. Okay. Definitely, definitely. And I know you mentioned as well, like applying for placements and stuff like that. A lot of the time, people will like see that, oh yeah, you've got to fill out a form and say you've got disability, whatever. And even that can kind of take its toll. Yeah, I mean, there has been a lot of fear for me in, in the sense that I thought, should I maybe disclose with the university? Should I you know talk to you know should i talk to employers and let them know that i have it and it would always be a fear because i thought i don't think they would employ me they might might think it's too much of a burden and you know luckily i'm you know i'm grateful to be in the position that i am in today and you know it's it's, it's difficult for others that feel like oh 
having that fear and uh, you know let's say there's a brilliant enabling team and well-being services here at my university Aston and if it wasn't for me just you know going to my lecturer one day you know how you can book appointments with lecturers booked an appointment with my lecturer Chris and you know I, I just went to him and I said you know I've, I've been diagnosed with this you know I, I need some help I don't know what to do and if it wasn't for him telling me to go to a place called The Hub and then you know me being re redirected to a brilliant team that were actually taking care of like considerations that could be applicable to me then it would be a lot more difficult now I feel if I didn't have that support and I, I, and I just think it's about reaching out, putting your hand out there and not being scared, not being afraid because now we're in a society now that accepts these things more, but it's just about feeling, not being affected by maybe upbringing or, you know, community pressures or cultural pressures or things that you have heard from other people. It's about you doing it yourself and then learning yourself. And even if there is a bad thing that happens, you can still turn that into a positive regardless. Mm -hmm. no, that's true. That's very true. And one thing as well that I know from, from multiple sclerosis is that it's, it flares up with stress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my question is how, <laughs> while you're doing so many different things, living like even just like for the average person, life is stressful, but you're doing so much on top of that as well. How do you deal with stress when it has such an impact on your body? I think for me, I think social situations for me are maybe I eat out too much, don't get me wrong, but I think for me, if I'm with a group of people that I believe can set my mood off and I can relax with them, that's the way that I relax. I, I, I personally can't sit down in front of a TV and watch a Netflix program and be at ease. I, I just can't do it. I have to be with people around me. I mean, yeah, I may, you know, it's always good to take out time for yourself as well, absolutely, but I have to have good people around me, just have a good chat with. It doesn't even have to be about anything particular. It could be about anything, it could be about an, another planet, but as long as we're together, we're having a good time, then that's enough for me. Because for me, it's in my heart to, you know, be happy when others are happy, but to an extent where it makes me happy as well, because there's good energies around me. It's all about the energies as well that you surround yourself with. For sure. No, that's good, man. I think energy is something that's so kind of underrated as well nowadays like people don't like even with covid like people realize now oh what kind of energy do you have when you're by yourself what kind of energy do you have when you're with certain people because even now when i'm like meeting up with like one or two friends like i like i appreciate that and i feel it a lot more now that it's been so long and like i can understand the vibe and the energy that i have with someone yeah and i think i think even like when we look back to maybe school days or sixth form days or high school you know, you you hear about all this energy stuff. You think, yeah, whatever. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't listen to it. And the older that you get, and the more that you get into adult life and realistic real life, you start to realize, okay, you know what? It does make sense now, because the whole time when you're in school, you're muddy coddled, and you get to a point where, you know, you actually start to understand. As you said, you know, when you meet up, like even at times, I don't feel like I can show my appreciation enough for people the ones that matter the most to me and that upsets me at times now, and it's such a minor thing because it's like I really love showing my appreciation for those that are kind-hearted look after you mentally even if it's not physically they don't have to look after you physically it's just mentally if they look after you mentally then they're a good energy to have around but it's about how do you really show your appreciation for them and for me I'll say thank you but at times I feel like thank you is not even enough but it's like how do we actually maybe create that culture more of actually showing a certain way to maybe show more appreciation but then maybe that's an overthinker's perspective no no I, i'm actually on the same page with you like 
I like one thing that I, I try to do as much as I can is show appreciation for people, but yeah. it becomes difficult sometimes when it's like you do something nice for someone and then they don't take it as something nice. They're like, oh, you went too far. Like that's too much. Or like, do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, no, I I genuinely mean like I. I appreciate you so much for doing this or thank you so much for this. And like, this is my way of showing it. But often like, um, there's this person that I speak to called princess and she talks about how you have love languages with friends and everyone else that you speak to. And if your love languages don't match, then it's very difficult for you to like kind of get on with things like, and the love language might be, Oh, how do you show appreciation? Is it like oh, hugs? Or is it gifts? Is it like compliments? Like how is it that you go about that? And I think that, that is something that if it's very difficult to match up especially now with so much judgment like we said before like the way that people react to things it it's difficult to even just be nice it is i mean i think it's the society we're in nowadays i mean i think it's everybody what i i, I see is that everybody just starts coming for each other i mean you know it's it's always and and yeah it is kind of like we're all in a rat race and everybody's trying to do you know the best that they can at times it it can be like everybody does maybe want to do better than the person you know opposite them which i guess you know is understandable everybody wants to do the best for themselves that they can but it's about not even showing appreciation about other people because when you actually do show appreciation you can't realize that they will actually help you you don't need to do them over for them for, for you to find some way to get some help off them you don't have to do it you can rather just be honest about it and say you know what look do need some help and yeah thank you for connecting can you help me with this otherwise it's just a sweet talk in a sense if you know what i mean yeah no i completely agree i feel like people's intentions like they really matter and they really show as well like i think with you as well you'll get this is like when you speak to someone for the first time like you can often obviously not all the time like people can hide it sometimes but it's it's becoming more and more obvious to me what people's real intentions are when you speak to them, what it is that they want from the conversation. And I think you don't ever get that until you speak to a lot of people, until you network with a lot of people. You have to be able to expose yourself to a lot more before you can get to that stage. No, definitely. I have to agree. I think networking is so important. And don't get me wrong, maybe at times I've networked too much in a day. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, it's so important because you realise that there's different people from different paths of life. You know, I've met people from, you know, Spain, you know, Dubai, you know, not even just that, you know, uh, Afghanistan, you know, you know, all these kind of places. And it's just about showing more appreciation for the experiences that they have, because that little thing that they might have told you can stay with you for so long and you won't even realize. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got a Canadian friend and she's, you know, brilliant as well. And you learn so many things that, and at times you can relate so much as well you know, on things that we do here as well. It's about learning different things from different people all the time. And it's important because it's going to help you shape yourself into the best version that you can be yourself. How do you go about keeping an open mind when you've already got so much on your plate? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because like, you're doing so much all the time. You're like, I've got to focus on this, I've got to focus on that. And then, like, you have an opportunity to learn from someone. So, like, even like the, through this conversation, I've got an opportunity to learn from you. But I could also be like, yeah, but I've got this to do, I've got that to do. So how do you manage and balance all of that? I think um, I'm still in the process of learning, but I think it's about scheduling things. Time management-wise, I definitely still need to improve with. But, I mean, I think it's going to come within time and experience as, 
as we say, I mean, I normally have a schedule now. I mean, you know, thankfully my work, so the work schedule, but even in that, then I'll just put that as my personal calendar schedule as well. And I think it's about even, as I said before, my reminders in my phone as well. I'll say, look, maybe at this time, maybe I'm, I might be going to Nando's, let's say, and I've got a schedule for that time to be there on time. With me as well, I hate ever turning up late to anything, whether or not it's a meeting or a personal situation. For me, it's important to be punctual. And time management wise, I think it's just about scheduling things, whether or not what works best for you, post-it notes or diaries can work best for people. But I think you've got to schedule everything and, you know, make sure that at this time you're going to do that. And there's some days where there might not be anything in the evening and you might do something spontaneous. You have to do spontaneous things. Absolutely. Like, you know, let's say I, I, I booked a holiday on a Wednesday and I literally went on the Friday. So sometimes you, you, you've, got, you've, you've got to do these things and, uh, you know, just add a bit of spice at times. You know what I mean? Like it's like cooking, you know, add a bit of spice sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like as much as I love routine and like structure, like there has to be the point where I say, "All right, okay, look, just just do what you feel like doing." Because if you don't, and you bottle it up inside, like it, it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse, and it's not gonna benefit anyone. So I think yeah. that it's a form of self care in a way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Self care is important. I mean, even I'm, I'm as I say, I'm still learning. I'm not perfect at it at all. I mean, I think it's about let's say maybe it's a Sunday and you know there's some there's a task that you had to get done for the Monday or well not even that let's say there's a task you had to get done on Tuesday it's going to take you 10 minutes do it on the Sunday got a bit more time to you know chill out on Monday and not say oh Mondays are so crap oh I don't like Mondays you know how people will say oh I hate Mondays but then Monday's not going to be that bad because you've already reduced the amount that you weren't got on it even if it's a one a one a 500 word blog or um, you know it's an email to send you, you've done it and it's just about getting it done and not you know worrying about these things and even if there is something that maybe you may have got wrong then at least the other person on the other hand can help you and say oh Balraj or Garupma I don't think you maybe did that in the right way mm-hmm. but it's not to you know give you a bad name it's to give you constructive criticism which I believe is so important I always ask for constructive criticism and you know even at times I don't even need it like, like my, my one of my colleagues Rich he always says to me I think you're doing a good job I don't know what you're on about but it's just always about just continuously wanting to improve mm-hmm. Oh, that's good that's good and one thing as well like that i noticed about you is that you're obviously a very positive person i think everyone who's watched this podcast is going to agree with that like even just like the thing that you said about okay why are you making monday such a bad thing like just do it on the sunday night and then you'll feel better about the monday like small things like that are so important but with everything that's going on even with your diagnosis like how do you stay such a positive person uh, <laughs> very good. I mean, I think, and and not to sound cocky again, I think one day I know I'll be in a place where I'll be comfortable. I'll be comfortable, whether or not it's financially or family-wise or whatever. I know one day, and I'll look back and I'll think, you know what, I had to go through that struggle to get to where I am now today. And I think, you know, I, I mean, I always have this vision. I mean, being being a business student, I mean, I'll, I'll have a lot of money one day, you know. <laughs> And, you know, that, that is, you know, maybe I'm not saying money is the, is the uh, ultimate of everything. But, um, I mean, I think, yeah, it does, it does give you more experiences to go through. And, you know, I mean, I, I would love to travel. I mean, I think it's about not even the money, just about being comfortable in the future in myself, in who I am, in, in my health, um, prosperity, and, you know, success, my own measure of success as well. I'm still learning about what actually is my measure of success as well because I don't need to do what somebody else was doing. No, definitely. I think one thing that people think, oh, money's evil, money's bad. Like, for me, if I had money, I would have time 
yeah. and then that time can be used to make me happier like it's not like oh i want money to like do this or do that or have this experience it's like yo if you have more money you have more time to figure things out absolutely um, I, I totally agree time is money and uh you know i never used to understand that saying when i was young i used to think yeah whatever time is money oh, I, I, i'm not even lying to you when i was in year nine i used to think working at mcdonald's for seven pound an hour was the best thing that i could have done at that time I'm not going to, I was not going to come to uni, I was not going to do anything like that. And if it wasn't for my mom, I would not be here. And even some teachers that actually just believed in me, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know, you know, surprisingly, not even surprisingly, somehow here now. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm grateful once again that I'm, you know, near towards the end of my degree. And I mean, I think it's a great experience because you don't even realize how much you can actually do. Your mind is the biggest barrier. Your, your, your mind is without that the biggest barrier let's say even if you go to the gym you sit there and think, nah, i can't do that kind of really you can do it your mind is just telling you that you can't do it and that can be sometimes the biggest barrier and even there is some things that maybe come up and sometimes you might think about the past you might think about the future but i think even i've done that quite a lot it's about surrounding yourself maybe with a person or people or that make you help you think in the present instead because otherwise you'll always think like that and um, it, it can be difficult and as you say i mean i've done that quite a lot and i think it's just about even at times, I say, I mean, I, I was watching a, a TV show, uh, was it last week? And, you know, I was there and I was like, oh, but I haven't done this, but I haven't done that. If I keep thinking like that, when am I ever just going to... Well, that's the first time, first couple of times I've properly watched a TV show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Netflix person, but mm. it's about thinking, all right, why not check it out? I'm open to it. But me, I'd rather be more open to actually doing something. But then you just tie yourself out. No, I had, I had a similar kind of situation, like... Well, about a month ago now but I was just like I don't know what like I feel like I was just like I, I've just been working like through the throughout the entire summer I was just doing stuff busy all the time and I was like I, I think I need a break I think that that's what like because my heart wasn't in anything that I was doing and I was like I don't I don't know what to do so I took a break but I just couldn't like I couldn't like sit there and do nothing and my body was just like now nah, this just isn't for you this isn't what you should be doing and yeah. I do you know what I mean? I think it's one of those where you've got to find out what works for you. I think for me, with all this Netflix kind of stuff, I know it's quite big, like everywhere now, but I think for me, I, I see it as an investment as well. I mean, putting a business hat on again as well, but it, I just see it as an investment. Am I going to get any investment from watching what Vampire Diaries? I don't, don't even don't even still know what it's about or I don't know what, what other programs are there. There's um, a social network or something that came out recently. I think it's got no social dilemma or something like that social dilemma or, or whatever it is and, and and what benefit am i going to get watching other people yeah that i getting paid what 100 150k for one episode what benefit am I, I'm, it blows my mind it blows my mind <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, are they going to give me any money am i making any income from that no so i mean even though yeah maybe i, I should not think like that but w w what are they giving to me they must have worked hard to get there massive respect to them why am i not working as hard enough as them and watching them instead because they've already done what they've needed to do why am i not trying to get to where they are exactly i think that i think in a very similar way like sometimes i'll go onto youtube i'm about to watch a video i'm just like why would i watch someone else's content when i could instead create my own content and yeah. other people watch that it's the same but from business it's like assets and liabilities it's like all right the, the, watching the video if you don't get anything from it liability asset is actually making the video yeah 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 and and i think yeah you do have to maybe watch some videos at times and take take some let's say yourself with the podcast you might have to look at somebody else's podcast and you know i think oh, they did a good job you know what i mean and, and there is like let's say like find your voice podcast you know he's absolutely brilliant aaron and you, and you could even look at what aaron does and be like, aaron does that what 
I want to do something like that as well, but then you've still got to have your own twist on it as well, if you know what I mean, as well. And there's a lot of people, you know, podcasts are brilliant as well, don't get me wrong. It's about putting your own twist on things, you know, putting your own masala, man, in the sense, you know what I mean, <laughs> and just making it, making it more suited to what is most passionate towards you, because you don't want to do it and then just be like after like. Because if you, if you do, and I'm not saying that you do this, but let's say if you continue doing the podcast, so let's say, you know, I, I start a podcast now and I do it and I do it for the sake of something that I don't want to do, then it's not going to be something I enjoy. It's going to be something I'm forcing myself to do. And if I'm loving it, then it's not, I'm not going to think it's like an investment, like where, like, oh, I've just got to do it. <clears throat> I'm going to see it as a, an investment that I love. No, for sure. See, this is an interesting one because I think for me, like, I love all the different things that I do, but I wake up most days thinking I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like, oh, like, I feel like it'd probably be the same for you and work and stuff like that. It's like, it's not that you don't enjoy it. It's just like, I don't feel like doing it. And like, that's going to be your mood a lot of the times. But if you want the, like, what's the word? If you want the opportunity to do something that you love, you have to do some things that you don't like. Like, it, it shouldn't be that, oh, you can just do whatever you love whenever you want it. Because now nah, it's just, that's, it's that in my mind is like, it's a spoiled way, like, we're so so lucky to have what we have now and to be who we are with all the technology and everything around us and for someone to just say oh here's your dream job or here's something that you can do whenever you want that you really enjoy doing like man do you understand how lucky and amazing that is like yeah and i think it's it's the ambition as well i mean i think we're always going to have an ambition and and it's like as you just said it's like let's say for an example it's like the gym when you go to the gym and you're like oh i don't want to do it i don't want to do it it hurts too much it hurts too much or whatever but then if you keep on thinking like that and you don't keep on trying then you're never going to do it and then it's just like you're going to get to a point where you know you could get to people maybe you've seen that out and they're like oh yeah i could have done this i could have done that but why would you want to say that when you've done it you know what i mean you you could have done it instead and uh you know that that's as you said i mean even me i mean i think for me as well like, i didn't even mention but for myself one thing i want to be is definitely a, not a manager but a leader um and and you and you, you you probably might resonate with that like even myself i want to start a podcast with myself i was saying to you and like let's say if i didn't connect with you or, or even if i didn't know if i didn't speak to you at that nottingham event then how would i have known as well let's say even find your voice podcast if i didn't talk to aaron as well I mean, everything takes time and and if i didn't basically reach out and or you didn't reach out to me then how would we have got to this now where we all help each other but like let's say you've already created yours somebody helped you to do that you know I, i'm gonna create one somebody must have helped me to do that and that's got to keep on going and it's, it's all about prosperity and actually you know being dedicated as well and, and just having that ambition to be a leader and not not a not like a forceful leader like oh I'll just watch this for the sake of it there's been so many things where it's like you know you know it's about having that impact a strong impact for sure for sure i couldn't i genuinely can't agree more i think leadership is something that's so it's such a it'd be such a nice thing to be able to do well, like without even thinking about it, like, oh, I can lead a team, not just like tell them what to do, but inspire them, motivate them, help them to work together, work towards a goal that we're all passionate about. Like that's something that I'm trying to figure out at the moment. And I think it's such a, it's such a good skill. Like it's so, it's, it's, a, it's just sick to be able to try and figure that out. But no, I completely agree. And I think we don't even realize at times as well how much we are already actually a leader it's because we're so caught up in the sense that we're like, oh, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. Even me, I'm like, oh, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. But at times, and I think this is what catches me out at times as well, I'll be like, oh, maybe maybe I don't think I'm maybe doing my job that as well as I should be doing. Maybe I'm not performing as well on this, but 
is that maybe just me putting too much pressure on myself when for everybody else it's working but at times it's just about communication as well so that you know you're doing the right thing as well it's about communicating with the people around you to say you know what everything's good it's, it's everything's going right as well in a working environment let's say from a perspective like that but let's say with podcasts they say look, look at how many people are already engaging with yours as well so then that's already positive affirmation that you are doing a great job as well i've seen it myself you're doing a brilliant job but it's about sometimes hearing these things but not from like a, like from a genuine point of view no for sure for sure I, hmm. <laughs> no it, it's just interesting it's just interesting like the whole kind of i find so much stuff interesting like it, i've got like a constantly curious mindset even just to see what other people like think about because like for me looking at you like, i'm just like you you've got all like the key kind of leadership qualities you've got honesty you've got hard work and dedication discipline like all the things that i want from a leader you've already got and i think because in your mind you already said i want to be a leader you're going to subconsciously take on those qualities that make you a good leader yeah and i mean i think it's about you know even i've had some people ask me like how do you just go and just talk to that person they were how, how do you like i'm just like well just do it isn't it you know it's just they're human I can't, I can't i i understand what you're saying i i can't do that like i can't just think but like i understand the process of just saying just do it to yourself just like, go and nike, do it. nike nike just just <laughs> I mean, it's just you're just there and it's just like uh, I, I ain't gonna lose anything if they just if they, if, they, if they think I'm the worst person in the world, at least I tried. If they think I'm a decent person, then hey, I don't, I don't expect them to think, oh, I'm amazing. But as long as, you know, even at times, let's say, you know, sometimes I'll be, I don't know, walking in a shopping centre in Birmingham and, you know, there's, there's always a guy at, at the Sky, no, in the bullring, sorry, and uh, there's always a guy at the Sky, you know, Leslie, uh, you know, he's always at the Sky Centre and I just had a chat with him. Every time we see each other now, it's always good vibes. That's it. You know what I mean? And we, I know every time I see him, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to have a good energy after it. Mm. I wish him the best as he wishes me the best. And I don't even know him on the complete personal level. I just know that I want to support him because he does a great job. And, and that's it. See, man, that, that, that's more of the energy that the world needs. I think it's so important. But... I, think, I think it's about not expecting, you can't expect off everybody. I mean, in, well, you can never expect anything off anybody. You never know. But I think if, as long as your intentions are true, you've got a clean heart uh, you know you, you've got a good heart in what you're trying to do then i i don't think there's any reason to uh to um beat yourself up mm. which i have done a lot in the past before <laughs> no i i completely agree I, I think that people who have a lot of that kind of feelings internally of like i i don't know who i am i'm bad i'm this i'm that you if you feel bad about being bad it's because you're good you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean i think yeah don't don't get me wrong there is everybody makes mistakes mistakes is a part of life and i mean i think it's just uh and, and sometimes it is your surroundings as well and i mean i think it's just about always wanting to improve on yourself day by day and even me i i hit barriers and i'm like have i even improved on anything today like even even today i'll be like okay yeah did a, did a podcast you know did this at work today good day but i'm like still after doing all of that i'm like hmm I haven't done this. I need to do that. And it's just like, just keep it ticking because it's like, otherwise we're going to get to a point where it's just like, wait, I could have done all this. And, and, and there is sometimes, even though 24 hours, we have 24 hours, but that's so short as well. We don't even realize. And uh, it, it's like, let's say some things I'll be like, why do I not wake up earlier? Why am I waking up this late in the morning? You know what I mean? But it's like, 
No, I'll, I'll wake up at like eight. I'm like, hmm, why am I not waking up at five? But these all things, these, why am I not having a cold shower? But these things will take time, you know what I mean? And it's just uh, about uh, just, just bringing these affirmations in, into, uh, into real life. Hmm. Man, honestly, I completely agree with literally everything you're saying. It's, it's, it's sick, it's sick. But I was just going to say, I think it's been almost an hour now. Is there anything that, like kind of final messages that you want to leave the audience with? Um, 